but I get it though. Some people can't miss work. Like you gotta you gotta show up to work or you're not gonna get paid. But at the same time, it's like you gotta put them emotions to the side when you're dealing with mine. You know what I'm saying? Dat me up, dat me up, give me two, dummy, give me two. Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah, what's good everybody? How y'all doing today? I'm so happy. I'll be so happy whenever I record these podcasts. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I click that button and I know I get to express my thoughts with you all and say I'm back to myself, you know, it actually helps me a whole lot doing this. Being able to speak these thoughts helps me come to other realizations within the phrases and the philosophies that I tell myself or read or whatnot. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. You know, I couldn't have nothing. I couldn't have this podcast really like if it weren't for y'all for real. Y'all weren't listening, you know, so I appreciate everybody. I hope your day's been well. If you just got off work, you know, I'm I, I'm feel I feel for you. Feel for you. You know what I'm saying? I know it feels good. I know it feels good. Hitting that clock feels amazing. Walking out that door. Walking away from that computer. Doing whatever you gotta do. You can be, you can low-key be still at work. But knowing you finna get off is like the best thing. Like there's been plenty of times to where I'd still be at work. But I know I'm about to get off. So it's like I get a whole nother energy boost. I'm just like, yeah, already. Not to do no more work, but. Hey, I'm I'm ready to get out of here. But no, seriously. I feel for y'all. I know. Um, for y'all that just got to work and y'all tuning in, I appreciate you. I hope you have a good night at work. Good evening at work. Uh good morning at work. Whenever you decide to listen to this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So here we are, guys. Back again on this Wednesday. Listen, today we're going to talk about new era education. New era education, you feel me? That's what we're talking about today. So, I'm going to start out with a story. But you got to, it's not really a story, it's just like some historical facts. So, you know, it's going to start out a little slow, but I got you. Level with me here for a second, right? So, the first affordable computer was the Altair 8800, and it was introduced in 1975. This year it is 2023, right? Yes. So that's about 48 years, right? The Altair 8800. The first computer introduced in 1975, right? So fast forward. IBM had a personal computer and Apple came out with the Apple II. This is in like the late 1970s, 1980s. You know, they they put out their version of it. You know, they said, listen, this time level up. You feel me? Like, like that, that, that thing that y'all had back then, we, we need something that everybody can use. So the thing with these computers, they were more user friendly. 
Uh, they could do calculations. They were, of course, more affordable. Um, they they had word processing on it, and you could actually game on those computers. So yeah, that's when I believe like the everybody the the mass adoption of computers started to come in when Apple came out with the Apple II and IBM came out with their version of the computer. And uh, so fast forward some more, you know, we are introduced to the internet, the World Wide Web, www. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know that, right? Some of y'all was on the dark web. Some of y'all was on MySpace. Some of y'all, I mean, listen, back then, I, I I don't know what was going on back then, but I'm just saying how everybody may uh relate to WWW, right? The internet, the World Wide Web. So now we're talking about 1980s, 1990s. It's 2023. Okay, so how many years is that? That's 23. Uh, we're talking about around 35 years or so. The internet has been out. Hmm. The internet gives you access to billions of people around the world, right? So a lot of people may not have people to communicate their thoughts with or, you know, let's just say uh, express their ideas with. Or just somebody to talk to. The internet has billions and billions of people. And it's been around for 35 years. So I just got one question. Why y'all not familiar with it? That's really my question. I did all that just to ask that one question. Why are y'all not familiar with the internet? Like, what is it? What you got against the internet? What, what has it done to you? Let me know. And even still, you can't let one bad... You can't let one bad situation ruin it for your whole life. Come on now. And you got to also be accountable. Is it, what, Did that problem come up because of you? Or was it somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Everything really happens because of you, from my beliefs, right? I believe we all are in a position based off of our decisions that we made. So, though some things are uncontrollable. Why aren't y'all familiar with the internet? I still hear about people not knowing how to log into Google Chrome. People don't know what Safari is. People don't know how to operate within Google. I mean, I'm just saying, I was actually surprised. Listen, I was actually surprised because for the longest time I thought, that everybody had a computer, at least one computer in the whole household. I thought everybody had one computer, but no, they don't. No, they don't. And it, like, I know that's surprising, right? Because it was surprising to me, maybe not to y'all, but I thought at least there was one computer in the household, but no, comes to find out it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. And I don't understand if the computer is 48 years old. Like, it grew up with some of y'all. That should be y'all friend. Like, and I'm talking about you older folks right now, right? Why are y'all so against it? Y'all seen it be birthed. Y'all seen that idea birthed. And then it grew up with y'all. Like, why don't y'all know how to operate on the internet? It's been around longer than us. 
you know, I'm 29. It's been longer. It's been around longer than me, and I could operate it better than y'all. But y'all had had more time to experience with it, and it's not like it's something that's uh, irrelevant, right? I mean, most of everything has to deal with the internet nowadays. I just I'm having a hard time trying to figure that out. I really am. Um, there's a lesson in that. And, you know, I found this quote. And the quote says, the quote says, where, where might my quote, my quote be? The quote says, be afraid, be not afraid of growing slowly. Be afraid only of standing still. Chinese proverb. In other words, slow motion is better than no motion. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why you just don't gradually try to grasp what's going on on the internet. A lot of people are always complaining and saying, I don't got no money. These jobs ain't hiring. Do you know how much money is on the internet? Legal money. Legal. L-E-G-A-L. Legal money. And it's so much more money on the internet than it is in physical form. Because, to be real, money is just numbers. When you think about it. It's just numbers. And there's even cryptocurrency that doesn't have a physical form. So I'm trying to understand if there's so much money and we all need money, why haven't you at least like, you know, got on the internet and try to find out how to make an income or get a job or like a second income or something. It's easy. You could do it from home. It's not even like you got to go anywhere. Do it from the comfort of your home. And your blanket, under your blanket, and your drawers, whatever. Get on the internet. Get on the internet. See what I'm saying? I hope y'all. I hope y'all don't think I'm just sitting here trying to convince y'all to do something and that you don't want to do or that you shouldn't do. Like, I mean, I kind of am convinced you to do something that you want don't want to do, but it's not something that you shouldn't do. You should definitely be trying to figure out what's going on especially in times like right now where you have artificial intelligence and they are creating fake voices and fake faces and the voices may mimic someone that you love and they could use that voice to scam you yes ai does bad things too i speak a lot of good on it but it does bad things too believe it or not ah. listen there was this case where this girl, uh, her grandparents called her and her grandparents called her because somebody called her grandparents saying that it was her brother and that he was about to get in an accident. And then the phone just went out and they called her. She's breaking down crying. But like I say all that to say. Become familiar with what's going on in the world, because if you don't, you're gonna make yourself you're you're kind of making yourself vulnerable to be a victim of all this stuff. 
Uh, yeah. I still don't understand it. Some of y'all just grew up with the internet. And y'all just don't want to mess with it no more. Yeah. And also, another thing. Another thing, another thing. Let me move this notebook, this tablet. All right. So, also, think about the internet as a, as a, uh, it's an asset. It really is an asset. It can be a, <laughs> I hate to say this because it's so obvious. It's so, so obvious. But the internet can definitely be a liability because it gives people entertainment, too much entertainment. And it's a place where people go to compare their lives. Like when they're on there, they're comparing their lives and to other people's lives. Listen, I get that part. It's always a, it's a, where you can find good, you're going to find bad. And where there's bad ah, shit, you got to search for the good. But there's good in it somewhere, right? Well, at least I would hope so. At least I, I would like to think so. Um, but the internet is an asset. You can go on the internet and you can build a platform. Think about it like this. The internet in comparison to the physical space is like the world, like the globe, right? The, the, the internet is the world. And then within the world, you have uh, countries. So let's just say Instagram is a country. And with this, inside those countries, North America, I would say, you have states. States could be our platforms individually. Like I have an Instagram account. 19 Keys have an Instagram account. Leisure has an Instagram account. My homeboys and their wives and their kids all have Instagram accounts. All that is like property. All that's property. And you can then make money off of that alone if you build your property up and give it value, right? So, for example, I've seen plenty of times where someone can, someone did make a name, like they had an Instagram page and they have thousands of followers, and a person or a person or an entity will come to that person and say, "Hey, can you put my post on your page, or can you come into my restaurant?" And put it on your page, and we'll pay you for that. It's just like the physical world, right? We buy land, and some people let people put, uh, you know, billboards up in their yard or on their land. It's advertising somebody else's, but it's still yours. That's you gotta you gotta see the internet for good. You gotta see AI for its good, right? You gonna get left behind? I always, I I've been saying this for like the. I said I was about to say I always been saying this, but no, I haven't. I've been saying this for like the last two weeks. Our grandparents, right? I'm 29. My grandparents grew up introduced to computers and the internet, and our parents lived through that wave. We are born. I was born right, and now I'm being introduced to AI. My kids are gonna live through that wave but the thing is i'm not gonna do like a lot of you all and not pay attention to what's around me it's important to know what's going on in this world as far as especially with technology there's a technology war going on right now i don't know if y'all know this right you know there's a war going on right now a technology war with this whole ai thing did y'all know that 
look into that. All right. Look into that. They're wanting to put a halt on the development of AI. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, yeah, anyways, there's a there's a war going on right now with this AI thing. Be Pay attention. Pay attention. I can't don't live in a world and not know what's going on. And then especially if your kids are going to be living in it, you need to know the the ins and outs of it, the good and the bad. And you know what I'm saying? So that way they can't be getting over on you. Like, you know, kids always be trying to get over on their parents some kind of way. Like, I'm not talking about like something crazy, but kids be trying to get over on their parents. So know the ins and outs of it. It's important. I talk about it a lot. If you want to follow my Instagram page, it's askgabriel underscore A-S-K. G-A-B-R-I-E-L underscore on Instagram. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just my opinion on everything. Learn learn what's going on. So also if if you how do I put this? If you see that your kid is very interested in something and they they're they're like really locked in focus on it and i'm more or less talking about right now i'm talking about gaming because it's it's gonna be a huge thing whereas in back in the day i would be playing a game my my mom be like boy if you don't get off that game and go to sleep oh boy if you i'd be like mom it's like six o'clock but no seriously i could be i'd be wanting to play the game but you know what I'm saying? She wouldn't let me. She said she didn't have a waste of time. And a lot of other people's parents did too. But I mean, I understand, right? Whenever you don't know the world, the realm of gaming and the possibilities within it, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it. Though I wasn't thinking about, I wasn't in the realm of gaming. I was just gaming. I, shit, I was just trying to play the game. You feel me? Like, I'm a kid. But um, no, seriously, though, if you see your kid is locked in on something like gaming, especially now moving forward, they, there is money in that. They can build whole lifestyles off of that and support the whole family if they are disciplined and consistent and have good content, of course. You know, it takes discipline, consistency, uh, patience to build a community. All that like. There is money in it. There, if you go on Twitch, Kick, YouTube, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Speed. I show Speed on YouTube. Very, very rich. Uh, Kasanet on Twitch. Well, I don't know about right now, but Kasanet, very, very, very rich on Twitch. Then you got Bruce. You got like it's a lot of them nick Merck's like it's a lot of people doing this gaming and not even necessarily gaming they're in a sense just on their computer going over funny videos or talking to the people in their chat and listen just just take interest in what your kids are interested in because there is money in it a few years ago there was a kid named booga that was playing he was really good at fortnite and he entered a fortnite tournament and he won three million dollars three million dollars it's crazy. I, I can, I, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. $3 million, I, I can do a lot with that. And I'm pretty sure y'all could too. So, like I say, take interest in what they're interested in. Um, whoa. 
I, I think I messed up on my uh slide. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was. So pen uh yeah, I'm not I'm not even gonna go into that. I was gonna say something about college, but I'm not gonna slam the college at this time. It's needed for a lot of professions like doctors, dentists, etc. I think I think if they I think but I do have this uh thought that like if a doctor or a dentist or somebody that's been in school for a very long time uh finish their degree with, with exceptional grades or whatnot and and they meet certain qualifications, I, I feel as if, you know, and I'm pretty sure other people feel it feel this way. I'm not sure why it isn't a thing for these people that are uh a necessity. Like we need these people. Uh, I feel as if their degree, uh, a large portion, should be refunded to them. You know, to I to propel their uh, I don't know to propel their life. They they've been in school so long and had to learn so much. Not saying that other people don't go through a lot of things, but you know, we should reward them for wanting. To do for humanity in a way, you know, doctors and dentists. I, that's just how I feel. But like I said, I'm not gonna slander college. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything bad about college. I talk enough about it in the public school system, which I'll talk about later again. I'm sure. Yeah. But listen, if you if you play any game, go get you a mic. Go get you a camera. Uh, you know, start streaming. Build your community. Be patient. It's not going to come right away. Don't be looking for money right away. Take your time. Learn the ins and outs of streaming. Learn what it takes to be a good streamer. Build your community. And then later, go make some money. Right? Have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, slow motion is better than no motion. Slow motion is better than no motion. But today, what I really wanted to talk about, what I really, really wanted to talk about was online education. Right? Online education. I was first introduced to online education between the years of 2009, 2012. Yeah, 2009-2012 is when I was first introduced. I was in high school and you know there was a there was a large room that was filled with computers and you know even though the kids in there wasn't really doing their work that's when I was first introduced to it, right? I would walk past there all the time and be like, "Yo, I need to get in that class." You know what I'm saying? They don't be doing nothing. But uh, online education, that's not my point. I, did, I probably didn't do this justice by saying that, but still, that's how it was back then. It's better now, right? Everything upgrades. So in the early 2000s, in the early 2000s, it wasn't very popular due to relativity, right? It wasn't really, really too, too popping. But over the next 10 years, it grew to a $32 billion industry. And that's what a B. That's what a B. Thir 10 years, it grew to a $32 billion industry, which is crazy. A lot of people started, like, I guess, not seeing value in, in public education, or I, I'm not sure what went on in between in those 10 years, but $32 billion industry. Then of a more recent study, in 2021, the pandemic hit and everyone was home. The pandemic. No, y'all, 
the pandemic was crazy. Like people walking around with face masks, they had curfews. You couldn't be outside by past a certain time. I'm out here like, come on. Like, y'all gonna tell me I gotta be in the house? Why I gotta be in the house is everybody else in the house. I can be outside. I ain't gonna like what's gonna happen if everybody else in the house. You feel me? I was almost afraid to go in my backyard, to be honest with you, because like the cops would be riding through the neighborhood. And I'm like, yo, I wonder if they see me outside. Yeah. Anyways, the pandemic hit everybody home. You know, people getting sent home from their jobs, people getting, you know, laid off from their jobs. Kids are getting out of school, like no more school. Uh, you know, everybody doing online learning. Man, that time was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. This, you know, that is really, really a weird time right there. I'm not gonna lie. They forced people to get the shot. If you don't get the shot, you can't go back to work. Okay, let me get back on top of the subject. So in 2021, 2000s, it wasn't relative, right? Online education wasn't really like you popping. Ten years later, it grew. 2010, it grew to a 32 billion dollar industry. You know, 10 years later, 2021, pandemic hit, getting sent home, everybody losing jobs. People needed to learn skills. Kids needed it still to go to school. Online education blew up. The market shot up to an estimated of $218 billion. $218 billion. From 2010 to 2021, it went up drastically. Almost 180 million, right? No, 80 billion. That is insane. Ever since then, it's been increasing. Studies show that by the year 2026, it's projected to be, take a guess. Okay. It's projected to be $370 billion industry. So, in three years, they expect it to go up, what, $162 billion? Listen, online education don't sleep on it. There's value there. You obviously see that. If you a teacher and you teach in a public school and you don't feel like you're making enough money, they ain't paying you for what you worth. Listen, the money's there. I've been preaching this from... <sighs> I don't know how long the money is there. You can do it. You can do it. I promise. You just got to take your time and learn how to work some of this uh, new technology, right? It doesn't take much, especially with the knowledge you already have. It won't take you long. So schooling has changed. Getting an education and learning skills have changed. Uh, for example, I, you know, where some people will go to college to learn programming, I actually take a course called, well, I, I take a course at an academy called Dev Slopes, D-E-V-S-L-O-P-E-S, Dev Slopes. We uh, communicate through Discord, you know, which is, uh, it's pretty cool though. It's pretty cool. You get a, you get a community, people that's always starting. So no matter how slow you're going, you will pretty much always have somebody that's like right around the area that you're in that you can work with. You know, they have, uh, you can pretty much 
ask people questions all the time, professors included. Um, they have times during the day where they can where they'll say, Hey, meet me for this meeting. We have an open session right now, like all throughout the day, like all times of the day. Um you have platforms like Khan Academy, Courser, edX, and Udemy, who all teach a variety of courses and skills to prep you for the real world at a significantly low cost. Things like financial literacy, taxes, cybersecurity, programming, and a whole lot more, which we all know public schools do not do that. You know a public school is not really going to teach you that. Let me chill out. Let me chill out. I said I get, listen, this how I get thinking about public school and how I had to go through that to listen so yeah again you have platforms like Khan Academy Courser, Courser edX and Udemy who all teach a variety of courses and skills to prep you for the real world at a significantly low cost they also teach the things that public school teach too so um like I said things like financial literacy taxes cybersecurity programming and a whole lot more if a child needs extra help and wait what did I say if a child needs extra help and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i just got confused with my notes but if a child needs extra help there's tools like ChatGPT by OpenAI you can use to create a curriculum that caters to the child's need with a single prompt or with a few prompts you could have a whole curriculum like that's that is so key right there like i don't think because a lot of times I feel like these kids go into school and these teachers aren't really great teachers. And a kid is being a kid, right? If you, what type of training do you have with kids? We know you know how to put this on a board and get an answer. But what training do you have with kids and understanding how a, kid's, a kid thinks, you know? And then they want to say, yeah, he needs to be put on Ritalin or he needs to be put on Adderall. Like, don't listen. You can do this from home. I've said this before. You and a few more people that think alike want to get your child homeschool. If one of y'all perhaps to work from home, you can hire two or three teachers. You know, between three families, that's six people. You pay that teacher a salary. I'm just saying. It could work. That's just one way, though, right? That's just one way. There's plenty of other ways that you can go about doing it. But again, so if a child needs help and there's tools like ChatGPT by OpenAI, you can use to create a curriculum that caters to the child's needs with a single prompt or with a few prompts, you can have a whole curriculum to cater to their needs, to give them all the extra help that they may need. Again, it's cheaper. So much cheaper. You can literally teach yourself anything. I mean, of course, I would fact check it. I'm not saying anything, right? Because I got to be real. I got to be real specific because we got a lot of critics out there. You know what I'm saying? That's going to try to correct me. But for y'all that just, for y'all that get it, you get it, right? You can teach yourself just about anything with ChatGPT if you know how to prompt it. And then if you don't know how to prompt properly prompt, you can go to Udemy, which is a platform that I just mentioned. And they have cheap courses on there for maybe, you know, you can catch flash sales. They do flash sales all the time. I caught a flash sale. I bought a course for $20. Its original price is like $180. 
but I caught one for $20. Then I bought it and I learned how to prompt really well. Basically, all you do is get on there and ask a question. Hey, um, I need you to, or just tell it, tell it to perform a task. Hey, I need you to create a curriculum for my kid that has autism. And I need you to give me, you know, whatever. Like, however many, like, worksheets you need, problems, whatever. Like, it caters to every need. You input the age, you input, input anything. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I just have a problem with these, these, these public school systems and private school systems. It's like, four to eight years of college and you still want me to have a year of experience, bro? Like, you, you, I just went to school. I just took out this loan. Listen. I just took out this loan and I just went to college that you gave me this loan for for four to eight years, sometimes even more. And you won't and, 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 and you want me like these places want me to to have another year of experience when I got y'all on my back. Listen, stank. If you don't go ahead and give me my give me my start day. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing. Listen, I'm I'm trying to tell you. I don't understand that. You want I just went to school for eight years and you still want me to have a year of experience. Like I'm trying to get it. When do I stop? But listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. School is just different now. It's real different. You got a lot of other things to think about too. The public school systems is way, way, way different. Way, way different. You know, you got you got teachers bringing their emotional A S S E S in the classroom with problems from home and take it out on your kid. Y'all y'all going through a divorce, like they going through a divorce, they going through whatever at home, and they they, they coming in mad and think they about to talk crazy to my my son, my daughter. Hold on, y'all, 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 why y'all staying home? You know what I'm saying? But I get it, though. Some people can't miss work. Like, you got you to gotta show up to work or you're not going to get paid. But at the same time, it's like you got to put them emotions to the side when you're dealing with mine. You know what I'm saying? Dat me up, dat me up. Give me two, dummy. Give me two. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just be like, I get it, though. They come in and all tight, mad, on fire. And then your kid out there playing around, laughing, giggling, not paying attention. Yep. You ever seen what it's like? Uh, you ever you ever been to a cookout and then they put in the uh fluid in there and then they light that thing up and they go, Whoo! yeah. Basically, what's going on? That's what's going on. Then you got badass little other kids. You got bad kids. There be they be some bad kids in these schools, man. And I, I get it, kids gonna be kids, but like some of them just bad. Like they learning stuff from home and cousins and bad. Like you don't know who these people are. Your kids don't know who these people are. You don't know what they being taught at home. And most importantly, you don't know what access to weapons they have at home. And now we have the problem. My kid is being a kid. Your kid is being a kid. They playing, one gets hurt, one can't take the joke or take whatever that well. He goes home, gets a weapon, brings it to school, trouble. You know what I'm saying? 
public schools, Atlanta, it's not like the the security safety measures in some of these schools aren't up to like they shouldn't they aren't like it's it's like we see it so often. I don't understand why money isn't just dumped. Why isn't a requirement for all schools to have some type of security level, like as far as like you know checking the checking when they come in or or, or like they have to walk through the scanners. To see if they got anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Where the money going? Yeah, you also got agendas being pushed. Listen. I'm not a fan. Of public schools. Great like that. I'm not a fan. I'm just not. I'm just not. For those who are happy with it. I love that for you. I really do. I love that for you. But listen, it's not for me. You know, uh, I get passionate about educating and the programming that's done to kids. Yo, like I really do. I don't have any of my own at the moment. But I but I, I know some kids that I love like they're my own. Not gonna lie. I just, I get passionate about it because I reflect on like I see it's not really their fault, right? They just get programmed mad early and they can only imitate what they see. So it's like you setting them up. You setting them up to repeat the same cycle that you went through. I don't I don't get it, yo. But that I leave two quotes. Right? The first one is by Naom Chomsky. Chomsky. The whole educational and professional training system is a very elaborate filter, which just weeds out people who are too independent and who think for themselves and who do not know how to be submissive and so on because they're dysfunctional to the institution. And I get that. I get that. They saying your kid don't pay attention and whatnot, you know, or whatever. Because they think for themselves. Like they're not telling you that exactly like that. But that's what it is. That's what it is. The whole educational and professional training system is a very elaborate filter. Which just weeds out people who are too independent. And who think for themselves. And who do not know how to be submissive. And so on. Because they're not dysfunctional to the institution. Nyon Chomsky. The second one. Short and simple. I have never let my school in. Interfere with my education. Mark Twain. Yeah. Tell you, man. It's uh it's real out here. But listen, I I I just I would say pay attention, uh think more. And if something seems like if something if if you did want to put your kid in homeschool and you couldn't come up with a plan on your own, get there's other people with like minds that may have that may have ideas that work for you. Or maybe they say something that sparks an idea in your mind and y'all could just work something out. You know, it's just it can happen. Don't just don't just deny it because you ain't got the money right now. 
Think about how you can get the money, how you can afford it. I read that in a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was like, you know, don't, don't, I can't say it verbatim, but it was like, stop thinking about, stop saying that you don't have the money and think about how you can afford it. It was something in that area, you know. But anyways, yeah, talk to people, socialize, pay attention to what your kids got going on. Pay attention to the world around you. And become familiar with the internet. You know, it feels so good to make some money on the internet, especially when you ain't had to do much for it. You do it in the comfort of your home, and it's not like you clocking in for it. Like, it feels so good. I'm telling you, I did a thing today as far as made some money on the internet. And listen, I put together a formula for the next people who's gonna want this service. Listen, I might be set. Yeah, I might be set. But um, I'll tell y'all about that Monday because I don't want to say anything too early as far as like what I did, what I actually did. But I used ChatGPT to do it. So with that being said, you should know that the work was coming from me was minimal. But yeah. So next we have the segment AI. This segment is one of my favorite because we talk about African intelligence rather than artificial intelligence. But we also, it's kind of like we put both of them together. You ever seen Dragon Ball Z when they do the fusion? Yeah. We combine African intelligence and artificial intelligence. Great African people or melanated people. African-American, African, uh, whatever, African descent. We put that and AI technology, artificial intelligence together. And we talk about some people that's doing great things in the space. So first, 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 we have Dr. Burge, virtual reality therapy. So Dr. Burge has also worked on developing virtual reality therapy for children with autism. The therapy uses immersive experiences to help children with social and communication skills, such as recognizing emotions, practicing social interactions, and improving eye contact. Dr. Jamika Bird is most well known for her work in developing AI-powered tools for children with autism. Some of her popular innovations include Yo, some of these are very cool, though. You got to check these out. Listen. Emotion detection. Dr. Burge and her team have developed a system that uses AI to detect the emotions of children with autism. The system analyzes facial expressions, tone of voice, and body language to provide real-time feedback to the child and their caregiver. That's pretty fire. The next one of hers is natural language. Natural language processing. Dr. Burge and her team have also developed natural language processing, short for NLP. What well, NLP is, yeah, natural language processing tools to help children with autism communicate more effectively. The NLP tools use AI algorithms to analyze the child's speech patterns and provide real time feedback to help them improve their communication skills. Nice. So, the third one, right, of hers, interactive 
learning games. Dr. Birds, listen, and this one is keto. Kids love games, right? So check this one out. Pay attention. Dr. Birds has also developed interactive learning games that use AI to adapt to the kids' learning style and level of understanding. The games are designed to be engaging and fun while also helping children with autism learn and practice important skills. Jamika Burge, Dr. Jamika Burge, I apologize. J-A-M-I-K-A-B-U-R-G-E. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's her. But this, I got one more though. I usually only do one, but this next one I came across was very, very interesting, right? Like, you know, I, I find it, I find it amazing whenever somebody does can't talk or see or, and they do great things, right? I believe it's Helen Keller, famous author, writer. I think she was blind and deaf or something like that. It's crazy how I, I just don't understand. I really don't understand. But, you know, you got uh, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder. There's plenty more, but I just can't think of them right now. Anyways, who I'm talking about today is Dr. Joshua. I don't want to butcher the last name, but it's M-I-E-L-E. Dr. Mele, Mele, Dr. Mele, Dr. M is what I'm going to call him, okay? Or she, her, or him, or, yeah. Dr. M is a blind scientist who, Dr. M is a blind scientist and researcher who has dedicated his work to developing technology for people with visual impairments. He is the director of the Lighthouse Labs at the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired in San Francisco and has developed several AI-powered tools to help, <clears throat> oh yeah, developed several AI-powered tools to help the people with visual impairments navigate the world, right? Listen to some of these things. So cool. So cool. The blind, I, I, yo, these words is crazy. The blind, A-R-D-U-I-N-O project. Arduino project? Dr. M and his team developed an open source hardware and software platform called Blind Arduino that allows visually impaired people to program and build their own electronic devices. That's dope. That is so dope. Um, the Wayfinder. This is another one. Wayfinder is a system that uses a combination of cameras and AI to guide people with visual impairments through indoor spaces. It can detect obstacles and provide audio feedback to help users navigate safely. Tell me that's not dope, bro. Like, that is crazy. I love it. And he's blind himself, so it's, like, insane how he's creating these inventions, like, innovating these inventions. Like, it's amazing. Um, You know, shows us we don't have no excuse the next one the last one right the audio description project dr m is also the founder of the audio description project which aims to provide audio descriptions of movies and television shows for people with visual impairments dr m i 
M-I-E-L-E. Joshua M-I-E-L-E. Give it up for these people. Great people, man. Great people, great people. I love to see, uh, you know, I always try to do this every episode, and I'm going to continue to do this because I, I love enjoying. I love, I said I love enjoying. I enjoy learning about African Americans in the AI space because I'm very heavily time invested in the AI space. And, um, you know, just, it just feels good. It feels good. Um, but with all that being said, that is a wrap for this week's episode. I hope that you all have learned something. I hope that I have sparked some ideas. I hope that I've given you motivation to, you know, be more present in your kid's life. I hope that you feel the need to learn the internet and the world around you. Not for your own benefit, but for the ones that you love. And like I said again, slow motion is better than no motion. Slow motion. Say it with me one time. Slow motion is better than no motion. Listen, man, I appreciate each and every one of y'all for checking out the episode, tuning in, following the podcast on all media outlets. You know, means a lot to me to see even just one person that listened to it, right? Because I'm new to this, but it, but it, it gives me motivation to know that somebody's listening. It gives me motivation and to, you know, the, what's going to, what's going to, I think going to get me to the next level is actually hearing the feedback from y'all. Like that's going to be huge for me hearing the feedback and, you know, telling, saying that, that what I, what I've told you has helped you in some sort of way. That's, that's going to help me, I guess, uh, motivate me, influence me to keep doing, keep going. I'm going to do it regardless. I believe so. You know, I say my prayer and whatnot to keep me motivated and consistent and disciplined. But yeah, but all that is saying, thank y'all for joining. Follow the podcast on all media platforms. Stay updated, you know, at the site expansion podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast five stars. Like, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts at. Like always, be great today. Yeah.